Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. Is it the end of crypto? A certain event and headline has been circulating around the crypto markets recently, and it's been causing a lot of panic. I'm going to tell you what that event is, why it's causing panic, and whether that panic is justified, and how you as a crypto investor or trader should position yourself based on this event. Before we get there, I'm going to talk you through the BTC chart of the day, ETH chart, and the altcoin markets. I'm then going to talk about the top three headlines in the crypto news as of today. Only once we've covered all of this important ground will we go into that event that's causing so much panic, and we're going to dissect it and analyze it together. If you were to open the 24-hour BTC chart today, you will see that Bitcoin has resumed its crabbish, downward-like price action. We got some positive momentum recently from the CPI results. Remember that the inflation numbers for the month came in lower, and investors were really happy about this. Investors are looking for reasons to be risk on and that's when they purchase BTC or equities or crypto and the fact that inflation looks like it's getting under control gives them exactly that, a reason to have more risk appetite, which boded well for BTC. Since that news, however, headlines and events have been very mixed and BTC has not gotten some sort of headline yet to really encourage that kind of positive momentum once again. Whilst in a somewhat similar position, if you open up a daily Ethereum chart, you'll see that Ethereum has been outperforming Bitcoin. This is of course because a unique factor exists which is relevant to Ethereum and not Bitcoin. Of course, here we are talking about the upcoming Ethereum merge. Institutional and retail investors alike are excited by what the Ethereum merge means for Ethereum and specifically the price appreciation potential of its native token ETH. The excitement around the merge has been enough to mean that Ethereum is currently outperforming BTC. Despite some relative strength we are seeing in Ethereum, however, most altcoins today are pretty much neutral. This is because, historically, Ethereum positive movement hasn't had the same impact as BTC when it comes to moving the entire altcoin market. We've seen Bitcoin pumps give every other altcoin loads of room to run. Ethereum hasn't yet been able to replicate the same kind of effect, and therefore altcoin markets are following more closely the Bitcoin trajectory and are looking pretty neutral today. So the charts are up, meaning it is time for our top three headlines of the day before we go into that big bad event that everyone is being worried about and whether that worry is justified. Top headline one looks at a recent event to do with optimism. The crypto industry continues to struggle with misleading and sometimes inaccurate information. Late Wednesday, the native token for Ethereum layer 2 blockchain optimism briefly crashed in price after Twitter-based rumors spread that its multi-signature wallet had been hacked. Optimism's core team insisted there was no hack. Still, the OP token fell 10% in a matter of minutes at 5.15pm Eastern Time, according to data from CoinMarketCap. 
before rebounding. On messaging platform Discord, the team clarified that the fund movements were pre-planned Coinbase custody-related transfers to investor wallets. The value of the funds transferred is around $450 million, according to Etherscan data. The token subsequently rebounded. Make sure you have your own way of vetting information when it comes to the crypto markets. Don't just see something somewhere and decide that it has to be true for gospel. If you see something, find other sources, cross-reference the information, look at the pages of the official platforms and partners when it comes to something like a project. Make sure to do your own due diligence. On the topic of misinformation, the Ethereum Foundation was keen to clear out some misconceptions to do with the Ethereum merge. According to a new clarification by the Ethereum Foundation on Wednesday, the network's upcoming proof-of-stake transitionary upgrade, dubbed the merge, will not reduce gas fees. Regarding this, the Ethereum Foundation wrote, Gas fees are a product of network demand relative to the network's capacity. The merge deprecates the use of proof of work, transitioning to proof of stake for consensus, but does not significantly change any parameters that directly influence network capacity or throughput. So really the merge which seeks to join the existing execution layer of the Ethereum mainnet with its new proof of stake consensus layer, the beacon chain, will eliminate the need for energy intensive mining. It is expected to land within the third or final quarter of 2022. We've done a bunch of Ethereum updates recently, either through these calls or through the Market Meditations newsletter, but I really urge Ethereum investors to just make sure they really understand what the merge means and what it doesn't mean as well. Okay, let's move on to top headline number three then, and then we'll go into that big bad piece of news that everyone is so worried about. Nobody really could have predicted that many crypto firms would be feeling the wrath of one company. Problems are continuing to arise for different firms that dealt with Three Arrows Capital. If you are a regular listener of these calls, you'll know that when we were speaking about Three Arrows Capital a couple weeks back, we mentioned that Three Arrows Capital is a prime candidate for a domino effect. A domino effect is where one event, such as a domino falling over, proceeds to lead to a series of other events happening. You can imagine a whole chain of dominoes stacked up and all of them collapsing one at a time due to that initial one event. This scenario for Free Hours Capital has very much come into fruition. Hopefully, if you are a regular listener, though, you won't be super surprised by what's happened. Yesterday, yet another firm continues to receive the long-lasting negative impacts of that situation. Genesis has announced that 20% of their workforce will be cut. Let's take a closer look at the impacts Genesis will face. Michael Moreau, who took over as CEO of Genesis in 2016, is stepping down from his role. Many people are speculating it was a result of loans going sour. Genesis will also be slashing 20% of its 260-person workforce. This is directly correlated to the major losses that resulted from the collapse of Three Arrows Capital. Genesis is still operational, and there are no current signs of that changing. Genesis is owned by digital currency group DCG after filing a $1.2 billion claim against Three Arrows Capital in July, DCG assumed that claim and the associated liabilities from Genesis last month. In a statement, their current COO said that exchanges from today affirm commitment to operational excellence as they continue to expand. 
This is definitely a pattern in crypto right now. We're seeing a lot of workforces getting cut in numbers, and this is mainly because companies are doing their best to stay operational. This really comes down to operational survival. All this talk about operational excellence and efficiencies and company survival is just another typical example of bigger companies trying to make understanding the markets difficult for retail investors and overcomplicating things. This is something I really try to battle in these calls and every time we hear jargon or something that sounds complex I make it really simple. The top or board of a company usually really cares about the bottom line of that company. In other words, the profit of that company. Profit is very simple. It is total revenue minus total expenses. Total revenue tends to increase during a bull market for a lot of cryptocurrencies. Quite obvious because there's more demand. More demand, more sales, more revenue. During a bear market, it's hard to increase profit through increasing revenue because there's not that much demand for crypto. What does that leave you with? The top of the company don't care about what's happening with the market. They still want profits up leaves you with total expenses. Your workforce, of course, is an expense. Unfortunately, it's one of the easiest ways to cut costs. So during a bear market, we see profit take a hit and to get numbers back up, it's harder to go through the revenue route. So more and more companies go through the expenses route through cost cutting of their labor force. So guys, it's time for that bit of news that everyone has been really concerned about recently. A new academic study has found that insider trading was a bigger issue than previously thought at cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase, suggesting market regulators seeking to police trading may have more work ahead of them. Researchers at the University of Technology, Sydney, estimate that insider trading or front running occurred on 10 to 25% of new crypto listings at Coinbase between September 2018 and May 2022, generating at least $1.5 million in profit for whomever was behind the transactions. Insider trading is the buying or selling of a publicly traded company's stock by someone who has non-public material information about that stock. Jargon. Non-public simply means that the information is private and it's not been available to the general public. Let's take the news of the Coinbase IPO. Before it is announced to the news, it is of course private information. Material information just means that the event is significant enough to impact the price of the stock. An IPO is a huge event, so obviously that is a material piece of information that Coinbase is going to IPO. For example, if the information at hand, which is private, is that the CEO prefers chicken burgers to beef burgers, That might not have been announced in the news, but it's not an event that's going to really impact stock price, so it wouldn't count as insider trading. That's all this means. So, of course, a giant like Coinbase listing a token can dramatically boost liquidity for a token, causing its price to rise. Someone could illegally profit from that by purchasing a cryptocurrency before its listing is made public. A Coinbase spokesperson has responded to the study in a statement saying that Coinbase takes allegations of front-running incredibly seriously and we work hard to ensure all market participants have access to the same information. As part of this effort, we have taken steps to minimize the possibility of technical signals during asset testing and integration steps. We have zero tolerance for illicit behavior and monitor for it, conducting investigations when appropriate. 
A reason that this regulatory pressure and the closer scrutiny of Coinbase is creating nervousness in the market is also further exacerbated by the Coinbase CEOs responding to a hypothetical scenario on Twitter, saying that in the event of regulatory events, his company would shut down its Ethereum staking service in order to preserve the integrity of the blockchain network. Armstrong's answer is especially notable as Coinbase is betting much of its future on its lucrative staking service, calling it a big win for the company. And just this week, JP Morgan analysts said in a note that the Ethereum merge should be bullish for Coinbase and its coin shares thanks to that exact Ethereum staking service. So, is this as much of a big risk and cause for panic that everyone thinks? Insider trading is definitely a serious offence. That being said, it is usually an individual offence. In other words, it is more an offence committed by the person who was involved in insider trading than it is the institution in which that person happens to have been working at. Now, that isn't to say that Coinbase doesn't have some responsibility for insider trading within their company. For example, they're meant to foster and create an environment where not only is insider trading made more difficult, perhaps by example by limiting the amount of people that are involved in a project that has material non-public information, but they're also responsible for fostering an environment where people can help identify if this is happening and speak up about it comfortably. From a regulator's point of view, their main priority will be working together with Coinbase to combat insider trading the same way they do at any other institution. So this is not cause for concern that Coinbase is going to collapse, that coin will collapse, that it will have contagion effects on the rest of the crypto market. It is just something to look out for and to monitor. So that brings us to the end of today's market update call. We've looked at an event that's caused nervousness in the market. We've explored why it's created nervousness and we have put ourselves hopefully at ease that not all of that nervousness is fully justified. We've also considered the charts and the top three headlines in the day. I do these calls every single day, they're free, I put in hours so that you just have to put in the minutes to stay up to date with the markets. Thank you very much and we will chat again tomorrow.